When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I am I am ready for this and also extremely nervous. Uh, I'm totally not ready. This is going to be a complete you-know-what show. and Milk? Dinner at a house? One out. Oh, my God. It's pretty much hot garbage right now. This bullpen's trash. Bullpen's already garbage. We got it. Talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. Said. One run's going to score. A play at the play. All right, welcome to episode 85 of Is It 705 Yet Podcast. As always, I am Alex, and with me is Mr. Brandon Charmaska. Brandon, post-All-Star break, how are you? Post-All-Star break, ready to get going for the uh, quote-unquote second half, since we're, uh, I feel like we're, what, like... Unofficial second half. We're like 100 games in. We're about 100 games, I believe, yeah. We're at uh, 89 games, so a little over half. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. had a great all-star break weekend and and week with uh, the hometown guys holding it down, you know? I hope uh, Rob Thompson breaking the NL curse. Oh, yeah. Takes Philadelphia. Takes Philadelphia. I think it's just a team of destiny that's happening right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Home, is home it field um, advantage? Here we come. I was gonna say, is that is that still a thing? Was that like has that been a thing for like ever? Is that how it works? Uh, I'm sure it hasn't been forever, but yeah. Uh, MLB All Star winner gets home field advantage. Okay. Yeah. I think they should do that for all sports. I think it makes what? the I think it makes the All Star games more competitive. No, I agree. Wait. What? Nope, they changed it. What? Is there Let's news? Let's it up. Does the All-Star game still decide home field advantage in the World Series? No. I could have sworn that's how it was last year. I thought so, too. They would change it this year. But the... No, I think... Uh, actually, it might have been... Instead, the advantage is reserved for the pennant-winning team with the better regular season record. No, they definitely had it last year for the Astros, and they decided to change it this year after the NL won. So thanks, Rob Manfred. Yeah, we're going to boo you just like you got booed off the draft stage, you coward. Yeah, yeah. but uh, how are you, Alex? I'm good. I got a lot of good Phillies uh, things to talk about, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Phillies are going to have a good second half, uh, which I, I do believe. Uh, I do I believe, believe as well. uh, that they will. I do believe. Uh, they can't have as bad of the first two months as they did to start the season. So Correct. the way they played the past like 40 to 50 games, I think it is, um, <clears throat> that puts them right up there next to the Braves. Yeah, they uh, have especially this. with starting pitching too. So I, I'm very excited um, and excited to uh, yeah get going and talk about the Phillies. Yeah, they have uh, and draft. 
Going, yeah, going off of your point, they have the second best record in the league since like June 2nd or since the beginning of June or something like that. Yeah, I believe so, it's something uh, along those lines. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I, I'm I'm sure they're probably right behind the Braves because the Braves have been red hot, unfortunately. But um, but yeah. Um, before we get into the Phillies, I did want to uh ask you, Alex, have you ever gone disc golfing? Disc golfing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with discs. Uh, I've done it as or like frisbees. a child. Yeah, yeah, frisbee golf. Yeah, uh, you, you have done. I, I've done it, but not as like a like a competitive way. Okay. Well, I mean, I haven't. I've only go. I've only done it once, not in a competitive way, just like having fun. And uh, I suck tremendously. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not <laughs> like just throwing. Just like regular golf. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I I slice the shit out of it, but it goes, <laughs> like a slice a slice in disc golf goes the other way. So yeah. when when my friend whenever when I go with uh, I go with like Shane and David um, and Brad you know Brad Brent yep yeah. um, I I go with them and they talk about like the fade like a fade in golf is like a slice but not like that that far but a fade in disc golf is to the left so like when you throw it it like curves to the left and uh, yeah I was hitting water and trees and. All the stuff that you're not supposed to hit, pretty much like yeah, in golf. I was about to say you might want to just stick to one golf to try to get good at that <laughs> one first before well, it's, it's, before it's venturing great. into tier two of golf. Yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy though because like it's it's not like throwing a frisbee. Like, right. uh, I mean, like with a frisbee, you kind of just you like flick your wrist to like get it going along yeah. with like your elbow, but like in disc golf, you have to like reach back. And then you, it's like a slingshot basically, like with your arm, and you like kind of whip it, like and like, it. and you're not looking where you're aiming, you're looking where you're like bringing it back, and then you like twist your body, hips, everything. Like, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's your problem. You're not looking. And maybe, maybe, but uh, but it's it fun. Is. It's 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 fun throwing the discs. Uh, I'm going on Saturday again, and Katie and Miles and Maisie are coming with, so that that should be interesting. Um, where are you throwing this disc? At a course. Where's this course? It's like in uh, Ephrata area. Ro- Roland uh, Disc Golf. Course. Like, like, is it like a golf course, basically? Um, I mean, there there are like fairways and stuff, but it's just like grass and like open fields pretty much. And then, you you know, like the chains yeah. for the holes like that. So interesting. Nothing too exciting, but uh, yeah. Um. You should get into it. It's fun. I'll think about it. <laughs> and it's hey, it's free. It is free. Can't go wrong uh, with that. Other other than buying the the startup costs, you got to buy like the discs and stuff. But and stuff. What else is there? Well, discs. If you want like a bag to hold the discs. Um, Can't just carry a disc. Do you get more than one disc? So they have distance drivers. They have fairway drivers. They have mid ranges. They have putters. And all of them, all of them do something different. They all have different flight patterns, which is the crazy thing. Like in golf, it's just a ball, and you it's either not just suck, a ball. you either suck or you don't. You either slice it or you hit it straight, or in the water. Or I don't know. But yeah, it's it's crazy. But the discs, the discs aren't that the discs aren't as expensive as golf clubs. So like that's that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, you should get into it. It's fun. I'll think about it. Yeah. Uh, anything new going on in your life? 
Or you oh. just want to talk about the Phillies? <laughs> I think if people are ready. Okay. I just got a lot to talk about, Brian. In case, in case you would be interested in that. It's, we'll do a disc golf podcast. All right. Yeah, we'll have to start a new one. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's get into uh, into the Phillies. Yeah, so um, like Alex said, yeah, they, uh, we're looking for a strong second half of the of the season. They definitely can't have a, a worse start or worse two months as they did to start the season. Did I say that right? Um, yeah. But and they, I, I feel like they did end the uh, pre All Star break pretty well. They swept the Rays, who are the, I guess, the second best team in the league now. Um, but they did lose the series to Miami. But Miami is just the pit of despair. The pit of despair. And they brought back those cool teal jerseys. Yeah. Um, swag. Yeah. I don't know. I I just don't like the Marlins at all. I don't like playing in Miami. No. But they are a good young team. Um, definitely Phillies got to take them seriously. I they just think I think they were just Phillies were just ready to mail it in and be like I'm ready for the All Star break. Yeah. They. I thought I thought that win that they had the first game. I thought that was pretty electric with uh, Pache hitting the home run. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That was awesome. That brought him up. That brought him up to what, like 13, 14 game win streak on the road at that point. Uh, yeah, I think they they tied the record, didn't they? I believe so. But I mean, then to lose the final two was a bummer. It would have been nice to at least take yeah. the series, obviously. But the Phillies ended the pre All Star break, I believe, tied for the last wild card spot with the Giants, uh, with their good old buddy down. Gabe. Yeah. I see. So uh, just got to make sure that, you know, they start off stronger uh, this year. They're going to start at home versus San Diego. And a good thing I know schedule wise, Phillies have played a ton of road games so far this year. Uh, so they will actually have a lot more home games post all-star break than a lot of teams. I wish I'm sure there's some sort of chart out there or something along those lines, but they definitely are going to have way more home games, which hopefully should be beneficial for the Phillies. You yeah, know, to kind of cruise into the playoffs. Because uh, let's face it, just got to get in, as we know last year. Just got to get in. Correct. We got to be I... careful, of, uh, careful of a few teams, you know, in my opinion. Like, you know, Marlins could obviously die off. They're three games up. You got the Diamondbacks two and a half games up. The Giants, well, actually, we're a half game back to the Giants. So they must have won last, that, you know, their last game before the All-Star break. Mm. But, um, but you never know. Because last year, you got teams like the Padres who are six games back. So this first series against the Padres is huge. You can either bury them for the season and sweep them, or you can let them be right back in, and then you're right, you're too far out. Yeah, uh, it's a four-game so. series, too. Is it? Yeah. So Pretty sure it's no. a four-game series. No. Yeah, yeah, it is. Two games <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, man, scheduled doubleheader. Oh my god! That's the game that we were talking about. There, given get get your ice like Bryce. Holy balls! Yeah, so <laughs> what you, that's a monstrous series because they're right below yeah. the Brewers. Brewers, I have no faith in continuing. Uh, but then you got teams like the Mets. Can't count those idiots out, unfortunately. Uh, as, as bad as they've been, but you know, besides them, you know, those Padres and Mets can't trust. So, but I I do have confidence. I. I give myself an 85% confidence Phillies make the playoffs. 
Oh, I'm I'm going 100. percent I'm guaranteeing it. He's guaranteeing it. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Yep, guaranteed. That's a low price. Um, no, I mean if if you look at my notes below, like the, all the series that we have, like like to your point, we have a lot more home games in the second half. Um, so that helps. And then I really there's a few matchups that are tough. But I, I see him winning. This is probably very optimistic, but like I see him winning 45 more games. Well, and, how many games do you say we played so far? Uh, we played uh, 89 more games or 89 games, we and we're 48 games. and we're 48 and 41. So we got 73 left, and you're thinking how many wins? 45. I guess it's not really. So you're saying that, we go 45 and 28? Uh, yes. Interesting. Not bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at all the matchups uh, that I have down there, we got the Dads or the Padres with a four-game series. If we win that series, that's three wins. Uh, the beer, the beer makers at home, the Brewers. Uh, we win that series, that's five wins. Yeah, but Guardians, not bad, not great. They're not Orioles, bad. Orioles, but... very good. Pirates are not the same Pirates. Marlins are the Marlins yeah, for us. Kansas City, that's winnable. The Na- yep. Right there, you got a home stretch of the Kansas City Royals and then the Nationals for four games. And then the Twins for three games. That homestand is probably going to be the biggest homestand of the season. Yeah, and Strictly and the, twi- the Twins, the twins are a good team, but they're in the, cent- the AL Central, and the AL and NL Central are oh, yeah, always like, yeah. That's, so. that's, uh, that's a 10-game series where you really need to go like, seven and three eight and two preferably yeah yeah so i i feel like the i i do have the orioles winning that series only because it's at home um although i know they are road warriors so yeah um that that one's probably a little more optimistic but yeah you're right like the pirates have come back down to earth that i think they're in fourth place in their division right now um and then yeah the the marlins they're just always gonna i, I feel like they're gonna split the rest of the um, series with the Marlins, to be honest, but, um, but yeah, we got the the, Ro- the Royals and the Nats series. Those are all like winnable series, and we played the Nats twice, I think yet. So, and and the Bucks too. So, I mean, there there's just like a lot of pos- positive uh, series um, in the second half. So like yeah, I I, I see him winning. 45 more games and that would that would bring their record to 93 and 69 so um yeah 69 yeah 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 it's definitely gonna be a good second half of the year hopefully uh, as long as everyone stays healthy as long as bryce does okay at first base that'll be a huge help getting schwarber's atrocious defense out of left field so schwarber can play mostly dh yeah Uh, and and obviously you got the trade deadline which i'm sure dave's gonna make a move for something but i think uh games wise i think they'll you know play well it's just got about i think it's all about staying healthy yeah yeah for sure um speaking of staying healthy how is bryce doing with uh getting hit on the elbow which is they said fucking they crazy said, yeah they said he should be fine all right he's probably just bruised yeah that that's great like i i literally like that game i literally turned on the game and they were talking about Bryce being hurt and they were like zoomed in on his elbow and he was like so wincing and everything. No, I said I turned it on while was, they were talking about it. I knew you were going to turn it on. 
No. It's your no. fault. It's, if I it's turn it on and then he got hit, then you it's can blame fault. me. Nope. Nope. I was not watching when he got hit, so it's not my fault. Um, but I, I I thought he like slid into second or like I don't know, ran into the first baseman or something, and I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. And then like they're like, Yeah, he got hit by a pitch on his the elbow that he just got surgery on. I'm like, What? Like yeah. every, and I think Kruk was talking about it too. Like every year for the last like three years, he's been out due to getting hit by a fucking pitch, which pisses yeah. me off. And I don't think we've really retaliated no. much at all these years. So I would like a ball to someone's dome. Yeah, uh, especially the Cardinals because that was that was the tipping no, point. They with, can uh, just, we'll talk about this, but the Cardinals they can just give us Arenado. I'll call it. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah, yeah, uh, like you said, hopefully Bryce is okay and yeah. he can still uh, DH for us. But yeah, Harrison is also hurt. He's on the IL. Um, That's and, fine. And Alvarado's yeah, on the on the IL. That's and they not fine. They br- yeah, that's not fine. But I like Bilotti. Um He killed a guy. Uh, he did. Did you not know that? No. I he hit somebody with his car a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> You didn't know that? That was like a big story last year no. when he was in the when we were in the World Series because he he like no. I think the 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 kid's mom who he killed like ended up like reaching out to him because like he she heard his name being talked about because of the playoffs in the World Series and I think he he like reached back out to her and they were like talking so it was like it was it was I I maybe it wasn't like a huge story but it was definitely You're a story. Look, look it up after we record. Rather I not, I, I don't. Want, I don't want you to either. I want to stop talking about it because it's sad. Um, but it, it it was a nice story that he like still like talked to talks to the family, you know, about you know, because it's 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 sad. I'm gonna stop talking about it now. Yeah, All right, moving sad. on. Yeah, moving, moving on. on. I, I mean, I don't have any more game wise. I think we can get into all the because we have a lot of extra stuff with the All Star game. Uh, the draft, potential yeah. trade packages. Well, so, uh, otherwise, I think game-wise, we're pretty good. And you know, like I said, we'll jump in it as soon as the games start on Friday. Okay. Well, I mean, with Harrison being being uh, on the IL, who do you think? We kind of talked a little bit about it before we started recording, but who do you think they're going to be uh, activating? Your mom. All right, we're done. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> No, but seriously, who do you think they're going to activate? I, I, I said uh, Kingery just because he's been killing it. In, well, Kingery's uh, not on the 40, man, so I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would be the tough part. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't. I Probably that guy, the bald guy who was up earlier. Uh, who? The bald guy who hit two home runs in the game. Oh. Um, exactly. That guy. I can't remember his name. But oh, Brad him. Miller. Br- Brad, no, not Brad Miller. <laughs> They're gonna call it the bald guy, all right? Uh, shoot, what, who was that? I don't fucking remember his name now. Uh, let's see, roster. He'll be in the Phillies yearbook when we win the World Series. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, all All Star game he, next, Brandon. He's he's on the forty man, right? Should be. Uh, out right. Oh, Drew Ellis. Drew Ellis. Yeah. Yeah, I, he he could be brought up. Um. I'd like J.K., but I don't think he do it. Again, they could bring up Muziati like I was talking to you about uh, before and move him into, I mean, 
I don't know. That that's a that's a little more complicated because then you do have to move Bryce to first, and I don't know if he's ready to go to first. Uh, I think they're saying he's ready. You think? I I bet you he's on first. Uh, but then, who's on first? Your mom's on first. Who's who's on first? I see. You're on second. Uh, <laughs> Bryce will be on first. Friday right. would be my guess. All right, because then, because then, if he if he is on first, then if they would bring up Muziati, Muziati can play left, and then Shorber would just DH. So right. that I feel like solves a lot of issues. Um, or Jake, yeah, either either Muziati or Jake Cave. Um, or crazy, they could start Pache in left and they have could. and have. Well, and, it depends. They could go. It depends on the matchup, lefty or righty. Yeah, but so, then they could bring. Yeah, then, no, then they could bring up. Regardless, Schwarber's out of left field. Yeah, right, right, right. But then, but then they could do what you said and bring up a relief pitcher just to have somebody else in the bullpen. Yeah. Depending on options, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and there's a lot of guys that, well, well, okay. So I'm looking at the 40 man roster, and was was Noah Song always on the 40 man? Yeah. Okay. And what ha- what has to happen for them to keep him? I know, I know. It, I know it has to be like by July 28th they have to like bring him up or something. Basically, he uh, he needs to pitch well enough by that date. I believe that's you know, that's the correct date. Um, yeah. And he has to join the 26 man roster or he gets sold back to uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah. Okay. All right. Glad we cleared that up. Good. Yeah. Let's talk about the All Star break. I guess now. <laughs> let's. Uh, so as we talked about. I think I mentioned earlier, Rob Thompson and the Phillies won the NL uh, mm-hmm. All-Star game. I say for the first time in 11 years, I think it was. So, yeah, since 2012. Yeah, I say so. That's all it takes is for a Phillies manager to coach the All-Star game. That's right. Castellanos played a big role. He had the walk. He was on base for the game-winning home run. Yep. And then Craig came in and saved it. So He also, he also had a hit. Uh, yeah, can I tell you my favorite thing from the All-Star game, though? Uh, wait, let me guess. Um, and I, I've watched it probably about 15 to 20 times because I die laughing every time. Was it uh, Rob Thompson talking to uh, Zach Gallen in the car on the way yeah. to the yeah. hotel or whatever? Yeah. Uh, let me – I get two more guesses. Um, you get one more. No, two more. One more. Strike, we got a lot of stuff. I got, I got strike one, and now I get strike two, and then strike three. Um can you give me a hint? Can I phone a friend? Uh, Angel Hernandez says you're out. Uh, pitch clock violation. Second strike. You're down one more strike. Oh, I, I thought you were saying that. Pitch clock violation. Thing. Strike three. Uh, him talking about Scooby-Doo <laughs> as a superhero that had me dying, and I literally die laughing every single time because he is so serious. He's oh, like, yeah. It's like, well, first off, He's a dog and he can talk. And then, like when he does that face, like oh, like, he he just thinks everybody's an idiot. Oh my god, when he does that, <laughs> I I lose it every single time. Oh, dude, he, he's, he's he, so serious that Scooby Doo is yeah. superhero. I think he, I agree. I think he's a superhero. I, yeah, I mean in those terms, I'm yeah. 100% on board. He convinced me that Scooby Doo is a superhero. I yeah, he's to make a T-shirt that has Scooby Doo with a Phillies cape. I actually think they do have a shirt or like there's a logo of Scooby-Doo in a cape and like a mask. I'm pretty sure that they have that. Oh, somewhere. sure. Well, let's get a Phillies cape on it. Okay. Yep. And is it 705 yet cape? Yes. 
Rename Major to Scooby-Doo. And then it'll be, let's say, like, third uh, ball hit into deep left field because it's what? Castellanos. You know, you know how he... The, never mind. I don't have time to really explain the story. Did, but like, well, wait, did somebody, did somebody on, die? No, I'll explain it on 9-11. Okay. I'm We're going to do a podcast on that. Okay. All right. All yeah, right. but Scoob- right. Scooby Doo certified superhero. Yes, 100. percent That's my favorite part of the All Star game. Okay, gotcha. Well, I mean, Craig Kimbrell getting the save is pretty pretty special. He got his 400. He got his 400 career save earlier in the year, and he he has so much support from from this team. Like, I I, I love this team. I don't follow a lot. Of, I don't follow any other team except for this team, obviously. But like, I don't ever hear like stories of other teams like being like so yeah butt buddies basically but like i don't know like i i don't know i don't know that they really like the national mlb media or whatever talks too much about the phillies being the like like the relationships and like the um now the national media doesn't really talk about teams as much as they talk about individual players like otani or Ellie De La Cruz, or yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr., or... Just don't get uh, me wrong, those guys are electrifying players, but yeah. when you have MLB, when there's 26 guys on a roster... And that all got, get along. Yeah, and you got 30 teams, or whatever it is, it's like, that's a lot of players, and you focus on those three or four. Yeah. You know, it's basically picking a quarterback almost for each team. Yeah, true. Yeah, baseball coverage in sports is not nearly as good as it used to be. Unless you yeah. do watch MLB Network, there are some great characters on MLB Network. That is for sure. I don't. Yeah, you should. It's actually really good. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Cassianos, Kimbrell, and uh, the Philly staff definitely stole the show. Like, that is wild that the NL has not won since 2012. Like, you think they would have won accidentally. Well, one Phillies are back in the World Series again. Rob Thompson will coach it again next year. And they won again next bada year. Bada big, bada boom. Yep. But, but I, I, saw, I saw a wild stat that the Phil- Phillies managers – when they coach the all-star game, they're like seven and one. There we go. And every other team is like five and, or every other coaching staff is like five and whatever. Since, since 1980, when the Phillies won the first, their first world series. Uh, it just shows Phillies, uh, managers take shit seriously. Yeah. Wild. Wild. Um, but yeah, uh, Mick Abel and Justin Crawford held some things down in the Futures game. That was pretty cool. little disappointed that they were the only two prospects invited to the Futures game. Uh, yeah. I think... But there's a lot of teams out there and a lot of prospects, so... I guess, yeah. I guess. It's a good point. I'll give you that one. All right, fair. Like there, fair. There's a lot of prospects. And Mick Abel got the start, <laughs> which that's awesome. He did get the start, and he in had his a... his hometown area, too. Is that his hometown area? I don't, I don't think he's from Seattle, but he's from the Pacific. Washington? Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, special moment. Yeah. Um, but what did he, did he, did he give up a hit? I don't know that one, he did. One hit, two strikeouts, hits curveball. Well, you can watch him on TV with, like, actual good cameras, not, like, the Red and Phillies cameras. Damn, his <laughs> curveball breaks. Like, it is, it's, yeah. yeah, it's nasty. It's really, yeah, he just. Honestly, I can't wait to see him later in the year. He, he would be up in the majors <laughs> if his control was better. That's literally all he has yeah, left. He does, he does walk a lot of he's, guys. Exactly. He's just got to work on his control, and as soon as he gets that down, he's up. Yeah. And I yeah, don't need, but, the thing is, we don't need Mick Abel to be an ace. We really no. don't. 
if he's a fine four or five starter for his career with maybe like a random good season or two where he's like, you know, low three or RA or something like that, that's a hell of a career. That's what you need out of your farm system. You're not mm-hmm. always going to have, you know, Zach Wheeler's or Aaron Ola's or, you know, Garrett Cole's, different players like that. It's like you just need players to come up and contribute so you don't have to spend $80 million on Taiwan Walker. You can right. put that towards your bullpen. You right. know? I mean, the the Guardians are doing it right now. They got like three guy, three kids from the their farm system pitching in the major leagues like uh, Tanner well, Bayer. Guardians, that's a trade candidate right there. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but they got Tanner Bybee, who has been – I mean, he's had a, a couple games where – where he's like falling off, but like overall, like he's had a great year in the majors. Um, and I think there's another, another kid, uh, George Williams or something, uh, that was just called up as well. Um, yeah. Who I actually had my eye on in fantasy because I was like, they were like talking so well about him and he had such a great ERA and, uh, strikeout to walk ratio. Like he had a, he had a, a rocky first game, but like his second game that he started, he was like lights out. So I was like, Holy shit. Um, yeah. but, but yeah, like I, I feel like the Phillies need to pull the trigger on, on Mick Abel just to, uh, I say keep Chris Sanchez in there until he starts struggling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I like, I like him, Sanchez. Ride him while he's hot. Ride him while right. he's hot. Exactly. Um, but, uh, well, while we're talking about, uh, the young kids, we should talk about the draft decks, I believe. Yeah. Well, I do want to, I do want to mention that yeah. painter, uh, yeah. and, Andrew Painter nope. is is doing better. All right, fine. His MRI showed that he was healing, and it's not worse than what we all thought. So he's not that's a good thing. Uh, it it would be great he's to see him, but this year. they keep Scott saying Boris, that they're Scott Boris is not going to let him pitch. All right, I'm and I'm fine with that because I'm I, not. I I I'm not. I mean, obviously it would be great to see him in the majors, but like if it if it hurts him in the long run for like next year, then. And I don't, but, but yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. Well, maybe they'll, maybe they'll do like bullpen work with them this year. There's maybe. a lot of top starting pitching prospects throughout their careers where they started doing uh, bullpen first, like their first break into the majors. And mm-hmm. then the following year they went to the rotation. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. All right. Draft talk. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, so Brandon and I are not going to pretend to know what we are talking about here. We are going to regurgitate draft information because the MLB draft is much, much, much harder to know these players, especially because, like, baseball. Well, there were, like, 20-some rounds or something. Well, yeah, there's a ton of rounds. There's a ton of players, high school, college. You know, there's so much information out there. It's ridiculous yeah. Uh, yeah. compared to other and I, sports. And I think the, the kids that are drafted out of high school, they – most of them have like college uh, commitments, right? Uh, some do, yeah. But they can sign with the Phillies, uh, which is the obvious whole goal. So, like our first pick, I like the pick from what everyone has sent to me mm-hmm. on the internet. Uh, Aiden Miller. The internet doesn't lie. Yeah, exactly. Shortstop will play third base, so most likely is the buy by got. Uh, he's a high schooler. He grew up close to the Philly spring training facility, so he's gone to plenty of Philly spring training games, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but I thought it was a good value pick as well because he was ranked 13. Um, 
yeah. guess, in the nation for prospects, and we got him at 27. So. so, yeah, a lot of people say a steal because he broke his hamite bone mm. in his hand. He says he's 100% now. Yeah, now he is. That's yeah. But so that injury, as they definitely uh, caused some issues that in his draft status. So I think he potentially would have went higher, especially he apparently is very clutch hitter. They were talking about him on like the USA team. You know, he was playing on, like, he went four for five. Like, he he loves the spotlight, which to play in Philadelphia, you need to love the spotlight. Yeah. So, hopefully he could be a good power hitter. They're saying that he definitely should be a pretty good power hitter. He um, won the and, high school home run derby last year. Yeah, who knows? Uh, maybe a future replacement for, like, an Alec Boehm or something like that uh, mm-hmm. down the line. Not trying to get rid of Alec Boehm, let's make that very clear. But um, there's never... You can never have too many prospects, um, too many good prospects, no matter the position, right, because it right. can always be draft uh, trade capital in the future as well. But a right. good first pick is what everyone says, a steal only because of the injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was I was surprised that they went shortstop, but like you said, like you can't have you can't have enough. Yep. Prospects. Well, he's a, he plays shortstop at high school, which you're usually your best player plays shortstop but they already said that he's probably gonna i think they said that he's gonna do third okay yeah i mean whatever yeah i'm I, sure I, they'll move him around i like it and and i agree with what you said um when we were texting uh that like usually in the mlb like first round like you go best available so yeah and and we like i think that i think the 12th ranked player was available still but i mean 13 is pretty Pretty good, and like you said, he likes the spotlight. Uh, he's a good power hitter. Went um, to Phillies games. Yeah, went to Phillies games. So like, he's a he's a Philly guy. I'd say he's a Philly guy. He's a Florida Philly guy. Yeah, Florida South. I say that. Yeah, but, yeah. But Trey Turner's from Florida too. So. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see in a few years. The Phillies, though, the nice thing is, Phillies since they've gotten like Brian Barber as their scouting director, um, Preston Mattingly. Um, in there, I said they've had some good first round picks. They lately, uh, Mick Abel, yep, Andrew Painter, yep, Justin Crawford, yep. Prior to that, Bryson Stott. Prior to that was Alec Bohm, mm-hmm. um, and now you got Aiden Miller. So their first round picks are starting to pay off. It's just about getting these middle round, other round, you know, draft picks to kind of grow them. As, they, as well, which we yeah. get to, they didn't have a second or a fifth round pick this year because of signing Trey Turner, but their second pick, which is in the third round, Brandon, mm-hmm. you know who they're comparing this guy to? I do, because you, you told me. Uh, that's true, I did tell you. <laughs> uh, the flying Hawaiian, Shane Victorino. And that is because Devin, we're going to say Salty Bond. He's from band. Hawaii, but number one prospect of Hawaii. Um, worked with Colton Price, Long's dad. It's probably Saltabon. Yeah. It's probably Saltabon, yeah. Uh, I, but I saw that. Listed as shortstop out of high school, obviously. Like I said, best position for your best high school player. But will most likely transition to the outfield is what I've read as well. But I mean, if they're comparing uh, him to, to the flying Hawaiian, he must be fast. Yeah, because Colton Long's dad, I guess, has been working with him in Hawaii. Um and, you know, what are they putting in the water down there? Yeah, that's right. And I said, uh, but he said, they asked him, like, who does he remind you of? He's like 100% Shane Victorino. 
So I was like, that's pretty cool. Everyone yeah. obviously loves Shane Vittorino as a player. Yeah. Hopefully he has that same type of personality. Yeah, man. Um, I, I don't These know. Other guys, Brandon. I'm not. We're not gonna say anything. This is what I think we should say, unless you have something about one of them. Um, they have a lot of relief pitchers and players that most likely will not make the major leagues. But you, this is that type of thing that you do with MLB draft. You stock up on either young guys or you know start potential starters who they were starters in college, but you're gonna transition them to. Um, you know, relief. Bullpen. Like I think that George yeah. George Klassen that they took in the sixth round can throw like 102, but he's wild as hell. That's wow. why it lasted so long. But if they can, control well, that's what the his, that's what the yeah, that's what the miners afford to work exactly. on. Exactly. If they control can control issues. that, yeah, then, then he's a steal. And yeah, gotta, yeah, he he could have he could have been in high school and college, and they just like knew that he could throw gas, and they just didn't really care that he was wild. But like when he was on, he how, was on. You know. Well, just as an uh, you know, he's still a little while, but Griff McGarry was like a, I think it was third or fourth round for the Phillies. He lasted because he could throw gas, as we know, but he was wild. Mm. They said he had some of the best stuff in the draft, but he's yeah. wild. And he's still, yeah. he's still working on that, which is why he's not up yet, too. But, you know, if they can control these guys like they did with like, Jose Alvarado, and I think they're doing a pretty good job with Gregory Excuse Soto. Me. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, what did you say? Uh, we got. Well, I said excuse me because I burped. I belched. I said that's what she said. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> we got another Bryson. That's yeah. cool. Second Bryson in the organization. Yeah, yeah. Bryson Ware, third baseman. Um, the only thing I was gonna say is I, I feel like the. I know you said like the some of the pitchers uh, won't like really make it to the majors, but um, with like our tenth and eleventh round picks, we got. As far as like their rank goes in in the prospect system, like that, I feel like looking at the numbers, there it's a good value pick because it looks like it, yeah. Yeah, because it was like pick three thirteen and three forty three, and we got guys that are ranked like one ninety one and one seventy seven. So like, I don't know why they dropped so low, but could I don't be know, sign I feel ability. Like, what signability sometimes? Mm. Like they think they're not going to sign with major league team, so they'll Maybe. go to college and then. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Um, and then uh, I did also want to note that we did not get Kevin McGonigal, uh, the shortstop from right outside of Philly. I think he was he went to Monsignor High School or something. Um, he was drafted by the Tigers, so I was a little disappointed in that because uh, we could have had a wizard on the team. <laughs> but uh, but yeah yeah I don't want to pretend to know anything about any of the other guys outside of the third round so. Yeah, except good luck. Yeah, good good luck. Um, I hope we hope to see you guys in in Reading if we can make one of those games at some point. Um, I don't know why we don't go to more Reading fighting Phyllis games because it's so cheap. Because we have kids. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to bring Miles to a game there just because it is so cheap and so sure. close. He he'd probably love it, but he'd probably want to like get out of the seat a lot, which I don't. I like watching the game. So I would uh deter me from going but um I'd, I'd want him to have a good time so whatever uh yeah right, but spent a few minutes on uh trade packages trade yeah season yeah um so brandon let me ask you a question what's up shoot give me your top two 
trade targets? Positions, positions or trade targets that you think the Phillies need to target? That we need to target? That they should target. That you want them to target. Um, well, I will rule out any bullpen pieces because I really don't think we need any bullpen pieces other than the injuries that are going on. Uh, that's the only thing that kind of scares me about that. But um, I think we got a lot of guys in AAA right now that are actually like Connor Brogdon, I think, is in AAA. And I don't know if I don't know if he's fixed anything, but I feel like he could come up to the big leagues and and be productive for the Phillies. Um Along with Bilotti coming up now, like I I I believe in Bilotti, believe in Bilotti, uh, believe, believe. Buck, you're gonna make me believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't think we need any like relief pitching to be honest. Um, I think my biggest targets would be a starting pitcher, maybe. Um, and. Either like an outfielder or first base. So it's it's tough, but just like thinking of what we have and like what we might need. So I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I'd probably I would put bullpen up there because of some of the injuries, like Sir Anthony still be on the IL. Um, yeah. Jose Alvarado being on the IL. Uh, you can never have too many good bullpen pieces. Uh, so I would put bullpen as a priority to get one more guy. Um, and then I feel like that's the I easiest think, move as well. I think fifth starter, if there's a good deal, I wouldn't sell the farm at all. That's for sure. Um, and then I would like a fourth outfielder of like a right-handed power bat to kind of replace a Josh Harrison. An outfielder? Yeah, probably an outfielder. If they okay. can play infield too, that's great. I say, but yeah. yeah, I think it needs to be right-handed though. Yeah. And with know. power. What position does Jose Ramirez play from the Guardians? Oh, we're not getting Jose Ramirez. Well, what position does he play? He's I feel like he's an infielder. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, you said like right-handed power bat. I'm pretty sure he's right-handed. Um, yes, he is. And you said something about the Guardians being a trade. Candidate, so I think them for starting pitcher potentially. I mean, they, like you said, they got a lot of depth. Yeah. So they could try to trade an expensive piece like a Shane Bieber, something mm. like that. True. Um. So you, so what you said, uh, bullpen, outfield, and what else? Uh, and a starting pitcher if it's not too expensive. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, I think there's some uh, teams out there like the Cardinals are selling. Uh, yeah. They're definitely going to be. Yeah, they're going to have options available. Um, I'm trying to think who else is at the bottom of the standings. The Rockies are going to have some uh, players available. Uh, the, the, Tigers, you know. Yeah, the Nats. Yeah, the Nationals. But I don't so. I don't think anybody on the Nats I, I would want, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, but... I will say uh, one of the trade packages that I was talking to you about earlier, uh, which I thought was wild, and I don't know how I don't know how value works as far as like trade packages go, but um, remember last year when people were talking about trading Nick Cassianos, but he his value was like so negative that like they wouldn't get anything for him anyway, right? Because because he did, wasn't having a great year. Um, 
Nolan Arenado's value is like negative 11 or something like that. So here, here's the trade that I put into this machine that they, that they have online. Um, and I thought it was wild. I think I put, uh, I think I put McGarry and I put Bohm in there because it would be because of what you said, as far as like, we'd have to give up Bohm if we got Arenado. Um, I think I put McGarry and Bohm in there, and I put Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, and Jordan Montgomery in for the Cardinals, and the Cardinals would have had to kick us some cash to make that trade work, because it was like the Phillies' value was so much higher. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, this does not yeah. make sense. That's one of those weird trade machine things. I say, uh, obviously, like you said, Arenado... I think you texted me this. His contract, he's got a lot of years left, but yeah, he's like I mean, four he's a years left, 109 million. And like Phillies, they are kind of in a win now mode. I mean, obviously, I think they're building for the future too, but yeah, you know, they have they've spent enough money, so I think they're in that win now mode. So I, think, so I don't think I I uh, do not think though the Cardinals are going to trade Arenado at all. I think I, maybe a very small chance of Goldschmidt, but. I don't see it. It'll probably be a I, bunch of other players. I think if they would trade Arenado, a fair trade would actually be like Bohm and McGarry and maybe like a Rojas for I, no, yeah, Ar- I, Arenado I, and, and Montgomery because then you get Arenado and a pitcher for yeah, and Jordan like the same trade. Shit, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been poop. No, I think he's been pretty good, actually. I think he's been pretty poop. Um, let me look it up. Let me confirm. Well, I don't look it up. But yeah, I mean, I don't... Like, I think the Phillies could definitely put in a package because of uh, Bone being in there. Um, but I mean, I, I don't want to get rid of Bone because I love Bone after last year in the I fucking hate this place. Uh, I fucking love this place uh, scenario and all that. But um, he's six and seven with a 3.23 RA. So actually, yeah, he's, played, he's pitched well. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, he's there. On he's a, there. Oh, well, he is. Team. He is day to day right now. I just saw. So, with a right hamstring injury. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know about that now. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know uh, what goes on with trades. I'm not I'm not as good with, like, the values and stuff like, like you are, I feel like. But it's, I it's hard to say in baseball. It really is. It depends but, on what the team wants. Like, if they're looking just to get rid of future salary, then, you know, you can get a guy for cheap. Yeah, but I I feel I I feel like any trade that the Phillies cook up is gonna include one of Bohm, Rojas, McGarry, uh, maybe another uh, pitcher of some caliber, right? Um, or maybe like another hitter, maybe some cash or whatever. I don't know, but definitely like. I don't think they're. I don't think they're getting rid of anybody else unless they can move Harrison, um, which I don't think they will be able to. Um, and he's not like really valued at like a lot anyway. So I don't know. It, it it's gonna be tough. I mean, unless they really surprise everybody and move Reese, but I don't see that happening either. Uh, he doesn't have any value. He he doesn't right now. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't at all. He has. He's gonna be a free agent. Do you think they're not gonna resign him? Well, he's he's oh, well, already he's definitely a free agent, like no matter what. Yeah. 
what what if the playoffs come around and he comes back and he hits a home run in every game? Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying they <laughs> won't re-sign him, but I'm saying I'm, I'm just saying I'm just saying like, what if like that would be sweet. with his contract he's a free agent after this year. Yeah. So yeah. he's free to sign with anyone. Yeah. What? So like since he didn't play this year because of because he was injured, like the Phillies, I feel like could get and he's like he's older, so like. The Phillies could get some good value out of him, like if he w- like would want to resign, like they could lowball him and like see if any other team would. That, let's say that for an off-season pod, Mister. Okay. Well, I just, I'm yeah, just no, I just want to say not, like yeah, you're not wrong. Because he didn't play this like it's kind of like the Aaron Nola situation, like his last start fucking sucked. So like if he like Aaron Aaron Nola to me like he he's whatever number he started at with his contract talks before the season it it's gone down unless he wins like MVP of the World Series he he's not going to get as much as what he wants right yeah so yeah uh is that it yeah i believe so besides <laughs> our dad jokes uh yeah, I'm trying to think if there is anything else that we wanted to talk about. Um, but no, yeah, I guess we'll save the Hoskins talk for another time, um, just because we're focused on the season. Uh, but yeah, uh, dad jokes. Ready? Oh, I'm ready. Why did the Invisible Man turn down the job offer? I don't know. He couldn't see himself doing it. Wow. <laughs> that's actually pretty good um and if buttercups are yellow what color are hiccups uh, this one's dumb white purple here i'll say the first one again why did the invisible man turn down the job offer he couldn't see himself doing it keep on Texted me like 10 minutes ago saying someone didn't show up to 